welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled, The Tree, The Conclusion. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. Mother slept on the couch for the night. The husband had already left for work without bothering her. She opened her eyes and saw that the children were sitting in front of the tree, gently stroking the branches. Mother sat up, looking at the tree. The children turned to her with huge smiles on their faces. The tree was even bigger than yesterday. Mother got up from the couch and walked up to it. She realized that it not only was at least eight feet tall and very, very full, but the ornaments had also increased in number. The tree just wasn't displaying the few ornaments that her and the children had put on yesterday, but those had increased in number also. Mother recognized that some of the ornaments on the tree were the ones that were broken that were in the box. As she reached for one to make sure that she wasn't dreaming, her hand came in contact with one of the branches. Mother immediately felt a calming presence and peacefulness within herself. She started to stroke the branch, just like her children. This peacefulness became more prevalent, and it was almost like the tree was reassuring her that everything was going to be okay. She now understood why the children talked and gently stroked the branches. Mother saw that the pail of water had already been filled up and placed beside the tree again. She left the children and went into the kitchen to start making breakfast. When the children came to eat, it was a very happy time together. They talked about what kind of presents they would like to get on Christmas morning. There was laughter and smiles. The children noticed the bruising on Mother's face and asked if she was okay. Mother knew there was no need to make up a story as to how she got the bruise since they had seen what happened. But she said she was fine. The three of them spent the day talking about wishes and dreams. Dinner time was just the three of them again since the husband didn't come home from work yet. Mother assumed that he was out drinking up a storm with his buddies at their local hangout. She let the children stay up a little longer since it was the night before Christmas. The three of them sat around the tree, gently stroking the branches, laughing and talking. Eventually, Mother put the children to bed. She went and sat on the couch, gazing at the tree. Growing tired, she decided just to sleep on the couch again. Mother woke up suddenly. She was startled by the slamming of the back door. She could hear footsteps in the kitchen. 
The husband was home. Sitting up, she looked at the clock on the mantel. It was just a few minutes before midnight. Hearing him stumbling around and knocking things over, she realized that he was drunk. The husband walked into the living room and saw her sitting there and asked if she was coming to bed. Mother said no. The husband, with a smirk on his face, asked why not, and that maybe she could open up the present he had for her. Mother shook her head, and he asked again why not. Mother replied that he was drunk and smelled like cheap booze. He said that that was her fault because she didn't give him enough money to buy the good stuff. He sat down beside her and tried to make advances. She kept pushing him away, which was just making him angry. As he tried to push himself upon her, Mother slapped him across the face. That made him even more angry, so he slapped her as hard as he could. Mother fell back on the couch, and the husband took advantage of this position. After loosening his belt, he heard footsteps behind them. He turned to look, and the children were there, watching everything. He yelled at them to go back to bed. The children didn't move. The husband got up and grabbed the children, yelling at them to go back to bed. Mother grabbed the husband's arm and told him to leave them alone. He pushed Mother back. Mother yelled at the children to get behind the Christmas tree, as if knowing the tree would protect them. The husband then yelled at the mother that she was not a wife that anyone would have wanted. He hated her accusing her of not satisfying his wants and needs. It's always about the children, he said. The children this, the children that. Mother came back and said that he was a loser drunk, that he didn't deserve her or the children. He wasn't a father at all, but a controlling, manipulative, and pathetic image of a man. The husband looked at her and told her that if that is the way she felt, he was going to leave, but he was taking the children with him. He started walking towards the tree that the children were hiding behind. Mother jumped on his back and yelled at him to leave the children alone. He swung around, which caused Mother to land on the floor. He started walking towards the tree again, and the children were screaming, don't hurt mother and don't hurt the tree. The husband yelled back about how pathetic the tree still looked with its missing branches and the mess of the needles on the floor. He kicked the bucket of water out of the way, spilling its contents. As he reached for the children, the husband hesitated for an instant because... He could have sworn that the tree was blocking his attempts to grab them. It seemed as if the tree was moving in the way. Mother had stood up and was telling him to leave the children alone. The husband turned around and took his belt off and held it in his hands. He started walking towards Mother, saying that he was tired of her voice and that he was going to teach her a lesson. 
As he raised the belt, something was preventing him from striking her. He looked over his right shoulder and he saw a branch of the tree wrapped around the belt. The husband turned around and the tree was right behind him. It wasn't in the corner anymore. It also wasn't the Charlie Brown Christmas tree that he saw. The tree was very large, very tall, and he could almost sense that it was extremely angry. As he turned back to look at Mother, he attempted to walk towards her, but looking down, he saw a branch had wrapped itself around his waist. A branch grabbed his right wrist and pulled his arm out to the side. Another one pulled his left wrist and arm to the side. The needles were cutting into his skin, causing him to start bleeding. His legs were then pulled into their respective positions by other branches, so the husband took on the appearance of an ex. Mother looked at him, but displayed no signs of emotion whatsoever. She saw the razor-sharp needles cutting into his skin, but... No blood was dripping onto the floor. The husband was screaming in pain, not just from the needles, but also from the branches, pulling on his arms and legs as if he was being dismembered. A thin branch wrapped itself around the husband's mouth and was cutting into his cheeks between the lower and upper jaw. Deeper and deeper, the branch cut into the flesh, making its way to the jaw hinge. The husband continued to scream, looking at mother, his flesh being ripped and torn. More and more, his limbs were being spread apart. He felt both his shoulders dislocate and then his hips pop out of their sockets, his tendons and ligaments stretching like a rubber band. Mother saw his shoulders and legs start to bleed through his clothing, realizing that it was just his skin that was holding him together. She neither smiled nor cried. She was focused on what she was going to tell the children about what happened. Finally, the loudest scream came from the husband, muffled by the blood in his throat, causing him to gurgle. Then... His limbs were torn away from the rest of his body. She watched as the tree pulled him into the branches, swallowing all the bone, muscle, and blood. Mother walked up to the tree. The husband's face was the last thing she saw as it was slowly absorbed, his lifeless eyes looking at her and then disappearing. Stay tuned for the tree epilogue.